You are listening to Big Trouble in Little Podcasts. And here are your hosts, Joe Dove and Andy. peeps and welcome to another edition of big trip trump wow can't speak let's start that from the beginning hello internet peeps welcome to another edition of big trouble little podcast i am joe doves i'm andy and uh just like that intro we're gonna be talking about this great great movie called mohawk Mohawk. (laughs) on uh netflix which is our movie of the week and we will get there but after Andy, what the hell you been watching? Um. Oh man, I watched a bunch of stuff, didn't I? Uh, I watched some kung fu movies. Thirty uh, sixth mm-hmm. Chamber of Shaolin, which is awesome, and Invincible Shaolin, which is really good. Not as good as Thirty sixth Chamber. And I, I the other night I just rewatched some movies. I rewatched Team America, and then I rewatched Blue Velvet for fun. Noise, noise. Um, I watched. Uh, the signal with a uh, Lawrence Fishburne, and you know Morpheus from The Matrix. Yeah, it's a pretty good film. Um, I thought it would be. It was kind of more like a virus because you see people in hazmat suits, but then like a couple weird turns happen, and you're kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Like every time I thought something was going in a certain direction, it kept on changing. So I do recommend that it's on Netflix too. Cool. And another Netflix show I watched, not show, movie, was Tau, T-A-U. It's a, I have no idea what that is. It's a Netflix movie that came out uh, about, it's it's set in the, like, the future, kind of like uh, steampunk a little bit, just a little bit. And uh, there's an artificial house, the kidnapper... That's his house and everything, and the artificial intelligence is voiced by Gary Oldman, uh, who is Commissioner Gordon in The Dark Knight. Yeah, and, I mean, among other things. Yeah, and uh, Tinker Taylor. I can't fucking say that title. <laughs> but uh, it was good. I mean, it's your typical... I thought it was going to be a horror film. But then it ended up being like a thriller. It, 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 remember Infinity Chamber? Remember that movie that we watched? Yes. It was kind of like that, just with uh, an artificial intelligence trying to figure out what the world is, pretty much. <laughs> that's hmm. that's how I can pretty much put it down. It, it, it wasn't like amazing that you had to see this movie. It was just a good movie to just sit down on a rainy day and watch. Well, that's today because it's raining here. Mm-hmm. So maybe outside it's raining. I just said that. <laughs> Other than that, I haven't been really watching anything. You know, I just watch a lot of YouTube videos, but that would be pretty boring. 
Yeah, you and me both. I, I got back into Game Grumps, and there's a jillion, jillion, jillion episodes of that, so. <laughs> this is a little side note on Game Grumps, even though it's about gaming. Uh, I like the one joke that Dan said once. He's like, I, I was interested in Game Grumps when uh, John uh, JonTron left, because <laughs> he... Because the big joke is uh, people lost interest once Dan came in. But Dan said that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's funny. Mm. Like, uh, uh, no, 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 let's not get off in the weeds about Game Grumps, because I could, I could do that for a while. Mm-hmm. And, and kind of hard to... We'll talk about this in news that matter to us, but I, I kind of want to get this movie of the week out of the way a little bit. I, I'm going to put this out there right now. Boy, oh boy, did I really not like this movie. <laughs> um, I fast forward, like, I, I watched, like, 75% of the movie. And then I just fast forward it. I, I don't know what it was. It felt like a, a student film that they were trying to portray the Americans of being... Now, now I'm not saying the Americans were like all nice to the Native Americans, but <laughs> there was a lot of emphasis on Americans is evil and shit, and the British were just like there, kind of thing. I I don't know what you got out of it, but I thought the acting was terrible. <laughs> I got something completely different out of it. I got that uh, everyone sucks and that they were all shitty people. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the British was what you could portray the British. Like that British guy in a way where he was using the Native Americans to bring him to fight the war, what just like the mother did was saying, like they're only using you so you could go fight the Americans and not the British. Well, they did portray him that way. That's exactly what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. People these days, they like, don't. Really... The movie doesn't have to beat you over the head with like this guy's bad, this guy's a bad guy. You don't like this guy. Like, you can read between the lines. They did a lot of that, though. I mean, in a way, the Americans in the in that fort where they where the Indian goes and kills like a bunch of the Americans. Like in reality, all they do were doing was just staying there. Now, could the British connive and say that the Americans are going to come and destroy you? Maybe. And maybe not. And but the thing is, they did a. Pre- I mean, history proved that. Yeah, eventually the Americans were gonna come mm-hmm. take that land. But and some parts of it was like historically incorrect because about Fort uh, George, I believe Fort George. When was this uh, taking place? By year, I forgot what year it was. Was it eighteen fourteen? Oh, okay. So it's kind of yeah, it's kind of accurate then. Because the Fort George. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's supposed to be historically accurate or anything. <laughs> Just because a movie's a period piece doesn't mean it's accurate. I'm kind of sick of, of like reviewers in Hollywood assuming, oh, this movie takes place in the past. It had better be historically accurate. How many movies have you seen that take place in current day that aren't hist- aren't accurate to what's going on around you? Like, movies can just tell a story sometimes. I just the 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 big thing. I didn't really like. I'm kind of nitpicking away with the historically correct kind of thing because uh, I'm a history buff and it would annoy me a little bit. And since he said 1814, yes, Fort George was kind of taken over by the Americans after 1812. Um, 
but the acting is what really bothered me the most. The costumes kind of looked weird, especially the the female protagonist, where where it looks like she just put on went to like a uh, party city and bought like a Pocahontas shirt and put on a skirt on the bottom. Yeah, I I was distracted by the skirt too. Like I don't know how Mohawk women dressed, so I guess I can't I can't be like oh she should have worn whatever. But I don't. It was weird. It was like bright red. And I don't know. It was weird. Um, I actually I am DB'd her, and apparently she is a a Native American. Uh, she was on the uh, what do you call those? places uh reserve <laughs> resort uh, reservation there you go <laughs> fuck i'm out of it today history but, buff doesn't know what a reservation is oh zang bazinga um yeah uh kanito horn is a mohawk actress she was born in ottawa but grew up in the Kowak. i don't know how to say these fucking names reserve in quebec Yep, so, I mean, they got a Mohawk, and... <laughs> I wondered that. Like, I wondered if all the Native Americans were actually Native American actors, because, you know, Hollywood used to just, like, round up some Mexicans or something and make them play, but then there was only, like, what, four? Well, at the end, there were... What was up with... I, the ending of this movie is super weird, but I'm, I'm going to try not to get ahead of myself here. Uh-huh. But there were all, really only four four Native American actors in this. I mean, you see some corpses, but as far as characters go, it's just um, the main guy, the main woman, uh, the guy's mother, and then she's got that guy with her when they confront um, the, the them and the British guy. I have to ask this because to me, watching this, I saw it as it was trying, like it was going for the over the top gore, which I get, but at the same time, I was like, I don't know if they're trying to be serious with the dialogue. There were certain times where I'm like, is this Tropic Thunder just set in the, after the American Revolution? Because there was times where I was just like, were they trying to be funny with the dialogue, or was it just bad acting, in a way, on how they did I don't know if they were trying to go overboard with the gore. Like, they cut away when they're boiling the boiling water in his mouth. And there's a couple other things that they cut away from, I remember. Because I remember thinking, well, they'll show a guy getting stabbed in the temple, but they wouldn't show blank. I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, th- there was a lot of advertisements because I've been, after I watched the film and I was kind of pissed off. A li- not pissed off, but like, wow, what the fuck did I just watch? And I kind of researched and they're, they're, marketing was look at all this gore is like a gory movie kind of thing and i actually looked at people's uh reviews and i was like oh i'm not the only one <laughs> that hates this movie because I, I i thought i was like were they trying to be serious in a way like i i didn't get it and luke harper felt like the only good actor in that film for some strange reason yeah, he did a pretty good job. I yeah. thought he did a great job. Uh, the captain slash colonel did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, the the tracker guy he did all right. Uh, the the Mohawk man he did okay. He was pretty good. Mm-hmm. The guy playing the British guy he sucked. Um, 
The guy playing the translator, he sucked. Um, and the other characters were all forgettable because the, I can't. Remember. The son was kind of okay until he. Did. <laughs> he sucked a little bit too, but he was only in the movie for like half an hour or less. So. Yeah, just that whole scene where, pretty much. Uh, the one Mohawk guy was like, I killed them all. I killed all the Americans. And they're like, get back to the base. And then all of a sudden, the the British guy is by the, the river or lake, whatever. And that whole scene was just like, I don't know. I don't know if the writing was off. I just, it didn't feel good for me. They were they were trying to do like a suspense thing. And it, as soon as it starts to work, they like back away from it. Like all the the other guys come out and like it's suspenseful for a second, but then it immediately goes to like a, a standoff, and then it immediately moves on to the next scene. Like they didn't give it time to build and be suspenseful. This this movie toys a couple times with being suspenseful, like when he's rooting in the uh, the 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 underground area where they're hiding and stuff. Like that's fairly suspenseful, and there's a couple other moments, but every time it like. It like chickens out of like going the full. Oh, okay, we'll make this creepy for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then the part where they're in like the uh, the foxhole kind of thing. She's like, I I have a child, and the British guy kept on saying, "Is it mine?" And she kept on saying uh, her Mohawk language. Was he saying it's it's yours? Oh, I I wondered that too. Uh, maybe she was saying she doesn't know. Because she, the guy's like, is it this person? Is it this person? And she kept on saying, I think it was like, Tao, Tao, or something like that. And I'm like, what the fuck is she saying? Like, that scene was like, okay. And it was kind of funny when they were just like, well, you go in the hole and shit. I'm not doing that. I'm the fucking ranking officer. I thought that was okay. I mean, it was it was cheesy, but it was okay. Like I said, Luke Harper <laughs> felt pretty good in that movie. Yeah, like for most of the movie, I was like, "God damn it, he's not going to do anything, is he?" But then in the last, the last little bit, he actually gets to act and have a character. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to. I want you to explain to me what the ending was <laughs> in your in your best thought process ever, um, because. I just saw her turn into like some machine after Jonathan uh gets killed and uh, she starts to become this like Native American warrior badass kind of character and pretty much killed him. At first Mark. what I thought they were doing and what I really wish they would have gone with is um even though it's now a Algonquin thing, but I thought they were like I thought she was like a Wendigo or something. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a Wendigo is? Yeah. Okay, I thought they were, like, doing that, and they kind of did, even though it would be inaccurate, but eh, who the fuck cares? It's just, it's an interesting movie about some American soldiers in the wilderness in 1814. Fuck it, who cares? I thought, like, like she was actually dead, but that she was, like, a spirit of vengeance, and she was coming back to, to I mean, that's not necessarily what a Wendigo is, but I thought they were, like, doing a play on that, and she was going to come back and kill him. And then like fade away or like like when she's attacking the guy at the end and the mask gets knocked off, I thought for sure like she was gonna have like a dead expression or be like like some like a torn up face or something and it was gonna be revealed that oh she's not really alive at all, she's a monster or something like that. That would have been kinda cool 
Um, as it sits, though, I think it's similar, but they just wanted her to have a face. They didn't want to ruin their protagonist. Because mm-hmm. she gets hit, like, a couple times, like, by the axe and stuff like that, and she keeps she keeps going. You know, she, she shrugs off injuries that should have killed her, is, is the point. Mm-hmm. Because because of vengeance and stuff, so th- there's an interesting idea there. But they pull it out of their ass in the last fifth of the movie and don't set it up at all. Like if there had been talk of like the Mohawk spirit manifesting itself and all this, because she has those those dreams throughout the movie, and that's the only setup. And they don't talk about it at all. She doesn't tell anyone about it. Mm-hmm. That that was a huge missed opportunity, I thought. Like the first one, the first dream she has where the, the warrior walks out of the shadow into the light, I really liked that. That was really well shot, and I was really impressed at how they used the light to reveal this this figure that at first you can't even comprehend what you're looking at because it's like kind of spooky. Mm-hmm. But yeah, total missed opportunity with, I guess it's like, it's supposed to be like a supernatural thing, but they don't. I don't know anything about Mohawk legends. And even if I did, part of me suspects there actually is nothing there. I think it was a riff on Wendigo, which again is like a a, a Northwestern Native American thing. Algonquin, a couple other tribes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think this was in, uh, if I'm correct, near New York, I think, in the mountains. I don't know where uh, Fort George was, but yeah, I assumed it was in Appalachia somewhere, which could mean, you know, Tennessee, Kentucky, West Virginia, New York, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. somewhere in the wilderness. Somewhere in that region. There was that, um, there was that one guy that I took to be a French trapper, probably down from Canada. So yeah, probably north more than south. Mm-hmm. The guy they steal the canoe from. Yeah. Um I thought um, the mom of the Mohawk, uh, of the, the daughter and, and the son kind of thing, I, I felt like each character were at a place, maybe because I'm like thinking that they all should be like uh, Native American dark skin in a way. Because, I don't know, they, they felt, and this, this is me racially profiling, they all yeah, you're just upset that they don't look like John Wayne Mexican Indians, it sounds like. Not really, because it looked like they were too damn white. <laughs> like I don't I, I don't know why. Like the accent of the mother didn't seem Indian at all. Then again, I don't I don't know Indians and how they talk. Like each tribe. I mean each tribe could be different. Maybe when the Americans and the British, you know, colonized uh America they somehow changed their speech in a way. I don't know. I, su- I suspect there's a lot of scenes that they could have been speaking. What did the Mohawk speak? I don't know if it was Mohawk or whatever, but they they, they just spoke English just because it's just a, it's a dinky little movie. Let's just not confuse. the. They're not trying to make Last of the, the Mohicans or whatever. They're trying to mm-hmm. make Mohawk. <laughs> and the sister was always like talking too damn low. I'm like, speak up. I can't hear you. I guess she was going for that badass vibe, but when she's with the guys, she like loved him and stuff. And I didn't know there was whiskey in that canister at first when they were they were doing it in the woods. Oh, they say it right away. He says, How how much longer? And then he says something about, well, half the whiskey's gone or something. Mm-hmm. 
And I only I only found out when he they woke up and he's like, "You drink better than I do," or something like that. Uh, the end was the because when the cloud dissipates or the fog or whatever, like you see like a native tribe. Yeah, I don't know if that was like them coming out of hiding or if it was supposed to be like a. But the Mohawk endured. Here they are. These are the modern day Mohawk or something. I don't. I'm, I don't know. I was really confused. The, one of the first things I did after I finished this movie, I was like, "Well, I gotta go fucking read the trivia on this and figure out what the hell was it supposed to be a Wendigo? What's the tribe at the end? All this other stuff." There isn't a single trivia entry on IMDb for this movie. Not <laughs> one. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of people that don't like this movie. So. Uh, I don't recommend this film. What about you? <laughs> um, I don't know. I give it a soft recommendation. It was fine. I kind of liked it. Like, there's like I said, there's a big missed opportunity with uh, figuring out how they're gonna turn her into the hero. Um, some of the acting's a little weak, and there's a huge disconnect. At least for me, like living in Appalachia, there's a huge disconnect with um. Like, all the forest that this is shot in is clearly not old growth. Like, it's clearly a really wimpy forest. And I realized, you know, we're living in a post-Revenant Hollywood. Like, they, they had to go way out of their way to film in the woods where they filmed The Revenant. And it really paid off. And this movie, you know, it had a really small budget. They can't, they can't do that. Yeah, it kind, um, kind of looks but like a lot of the woods, woods were, like, a lot of the woods were, like, obnoxiously, obviously... Like, I've been in, like, woods that were more woodsy than some of the woods this was in. And you can tell it was for, like, the ease of shooting. Again, I'm sure this movie had a really low budget, and the cameras probably weren't fantastic. There were several times I was thinking, you know what would have made this scene better? If it took place during a rainstorm or something like that. And they probably couldn't film in those conditions. And, you know, that's a bummer. They they probably they, – they did really well with what they had, I guess. And But it's just – it bugged me a little bit the the setting didn't look quite authentic it all looks like new growth forest which yeah, it is the the immersion wasn't there that's why like the costumes and the, the whole the I, I didn't even mention it until you mentioned it the woods and stuff and i was like something's off like i mean the soldiers all looked authentic i liked their uniforms they seemed fine um I thought it was funny the one guy likes to dress nice mm-hmm. and uh because because that's the weird the, the stupid, like, oh, I need to dress nice, but also I'm going to be a woodsman kind of thing. Because it you know, wouldn't cross our mind now. I kind of chuckled at that. That was a funny characterization for him. And then they make him crawl into the, the thing, even though he he's the one who wants to stay clean. That was funny. Yeah, the tracker, like, his voice was annoying, but he was funny at times. But then again, I didn't know if he was, like, had a... Uh, a good bone in his body because at times they're like i don't think we should do it. let's go back to fort george and all of a sudden they're just like he pushes the sun you gotta put the boiled water down his throat go do it and i'm like make up your mind <laughs> i still took away that like hey all these people suck that was that's what i got out of it mm-hmm. maybe i should have like at the point where i knew this movie was gonna be bad to just take it in kind of like all the other bad movies I think I just got blindsided because I looked at the case. I was like, oh, this is a badass, you know, Native American thing. And then I was like, okay, these actors are not that great. 
Well, where'd you give up on it? I gave up pretty much when Jonathan got shot. When they were in that, like, abandoned place. Oh, man, you skipped all the, like, actually kind of spooky stuff where she's, like, stalking them in the in the forest and she kills um, the translator and... and uh, I, I got up to the part the where the actions over. happen, pretty much. I mean, without suspense, a kill is, it's nothing. It's just, oh, he got stabbed. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I was just turned off by it. I don't know. Well, I didn't realize that was an option, or I'd have been skipping a lot more stuff. <laughs> yeah, it just, I don't know. I don't recommend it, but you give it a solid recommendation. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Now, next week's, or in two weeks, the movie that we will be watching on Netflix is called We Own the Night, and it has Walking Phoenix, and I believe it has Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Let me just double-check on that. We Own the Night. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg's in it, and Joaquin Phoenix. It's a 1980s uh, cop film. A New York City nightclub manager tries to save his brother and father from Russian mafia hitmen. And it involves, like, the New York Police Department, I believe. So, yeah, check it out. It's going to be on Netflix, and watch it, and then we'll discuss it. Andy, what um, news that matter to us? Starting off with your RoboCop news. Oh, um, this was more a jumping off point for a conversation than anything, but they're going to make another RoboCop, which is pretty pretty cool. You know, they made that that newer one, and it was like, all right. But, in fact, the new one is going to be based right after the original RoboCop. Like, they're ignoring that remake, and they're just going to make a new one that takes place in present day that only acknowledges the original RoboCop. And it's going to be directed by Neil Blokamp. I'm probably saying his name wrong, but the guy who did like District Nine and some other stuff. But District Nine, man, I that that was really cool. But it's interesting because Hollywood's starting to do this thing where they fuck themselves by making a bunch of shitty sequels. So now they're just starting to try to make sequels to the good movies. Like they're ignoring the bad ones. Like Halloween's doing this too, where like um, the new Halloween movie that comes out this Halloween is ignoring H2O, I believe. It, it ignores everything except the first movie. It ignores two. It ignores H2O. It ignores everything except the first movie. It's just Michael broke out, and then he came and killed some teenagers, and then Loomis shot him six times, and that is it. They, they, they have not established the fact that he's related to Lori at all. They haven't established anything else. They, they're ignoring all that. That's out the window. Getting rid of that. What do you think about that? I mean, I think Halloween... it. It ages pretty well compared to, like, Jason or Freddy, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, Halloween's more or less my favorite of, like, the slasher stuff. I mean, it's the original, it's John Carpenter. Um, I, I'm i excited about this. If they did it, I, I think it's situational. I think depending on, like, I love RoboCop as well, and I love the idea of, of, of just doing the Paul Verhoeven original is the only thing that you're going to acknowledge and that you're getting a director as good, as great as Neil Blomkamp. That's fantastic. But, the, you know, they could fuck this up, too. They could they could say, uh, we're only going to do a sequel to the first uh, uh, Rambo movie, and uh, it's about him in, in Iraq or something. You know, something stupid like that. Mm. And they, they, could, they could still 
fuck up this kind of idea. But in these two instances, it's enough to make me go, oh, okay, I, I don't see that movie. It sounds like a good time. Like, this new Halloween does sound pretty legit. And like I said, Robocop, love it. Neil Blomkamp, love him. So... I, you know, I'm, if they had announced the same thing, but the director they attached was like some nobody or like, you know, Paul Feig or something like oh, that, God, I'd have been no. like, oh, God damn it. No, you know, I'd have been pissed off. But the director choice, I think, is the main thing. I think they could have just announced a sequel to the Robocop remake with Neil Blomkamp, and I still would have been like, oh, that's pretty cool. I see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing that. Um, the only thing with, with the Halloween, like how I was saying it aged well, is like some movies I was like, oh, that's inter- inter- interesting on how they, you know, Laura was the sister to Michael Myers. Hopefully, maybe they say it in this movie, or they just ignore it altogether. He's just he's just a crazy slasher that kills babysitters, I guess. I mean, if they if they do it, they're gonna have to re bring it up, and which is gonna be weird because it's part of so many people's um memories of the halloween movies i've had to explain to several people no they're ignoring the second one too and the second one is where they established that Mm -hmm. which is a shame the second one is a pretty solid movie but there were a couple of i I was reading an article about this on like bloody disgusting or something like that but they uh they 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 did an interview with one of them and they said there was like two or three elements that were problematic to what they wanted to do and instead of just skirting around it and being confusing, they said, not nah, just right out the window. We're just going to do the first one. Because originally they wanted to, to to include the second one, but I guess that, that got that got thrown out during a rewrite or, or a pitch or something. And on the other hand, like I like to marathon movies, and when they start doing this, oh, we're just going to ignore this, messes up the whole timeline for me. Because <laughs> now i got to go, you know, one through certain type of movies and oh wait a second this is kind of like a alternate timeline kind of movie <laughs> so we're yeah. gonna so it's like fuck <laughs> yeah, if that stuff bothers you never get into anime <laughs> yeah there's a, of, there's a lot of anime timelines that are completely fucked by movies well, and com- by fucked i mean you gotta ignore it yeah well comic book hey, hey there's there's some movie news for you they're gonna make um broly officially part of the dragon ball z universe that's neat <laughs> <laughs> There was a trailer today. I gotta get my Crunchyroll account back. I had to pay some bills and knock out some streaming stuff that I had. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I wish they would do new things in Hollywood, but I guess more Robocop is cool. Yeah. Um, that are I, I don't look to Hollywood for new ideas anymore. I look to, like, independent filmmakers. Oh, other news that is kind of, like, gaming and a movie too but nathan fillion did that fan uh made movie of uh uncharted yeah i didn't watch it yet i heard it was good it was good and it's scary how nolan north sounds just like nathan fillion <laughs> <laughs> or the other way around nathan fillion sounds like uh, nolan north maybe they're the same person who knows but uh yeah check it out and uh <sighs> Out of nowhere news today, James Gunn got fired from Disney. Um, pretty much because James Gunn has been doing a lot of political posts, people from the other side of the aisle, a guy, I forgot his name, went into his tweets like 10 years ago where James Gunn was talking about pedophilia and rape or something like that. 
apparently one of the guys that originated it was Mike Cernovich or Cernovich. Mm-hmm. And Disney, because Disney likes to keep a good, clean image, they were like, sorry, James Gunn, you gotta go. Yeah. It sucks because a lot of people, you know, do a lot of stupid shit. Yeah, I despise, like, job lynch mobs and stuff like that. And I I think I want to be on James Gunn's side here. But he did say those things, so I don't know, like... Yeah, that's the only thing that I'm kind of like not taking the stance. I'm not taking the guy's stance for going after his job, and I'm not going on James Gunn's stance uh, because if he still believes those things, I mean, that is not good. I, I don't think he ever like believed this stuff. He was trying to like, uh, I, I think he himself actually put it the best. He was trying to be a provocateur. He was just trying to say stuff that was shocking and funny because he was just the shitty kind of guy like that in 2008 through 2010 or whatever. And yeah, I get that. I know tons of people. I have a lot of friends that like, Oh, I, uh, I know all the best dead baby jokes. <laughs> I'm hilarious. But including me, I think that's, I think that's where he was coming from with that. Uh, but again, that being said, he did say those things and he did tweet them to, you know, millions of people and it was still on the internet and he was working with Disney, which is known the world over for having a family-friendly facade. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you did kind of fuck yourself, which sucks because both the Guardians movies are great. I, I that that's that's what hurts me, or that's what upsets me most about it is, oh god damn, I wanted him to make more Guardians stuff. Right, who do you think is gonna would be a perfect replacement? Oh, they're gonna use this opportunity to put someone they can push around. No, no, actually, I take that back. Ron if, Howard. If, if this was a Star Wars movie, they would put in someone that they can push around. But I don't know what's going on over there at Marvel. I have no idea what the. Joss Whedon. <laughs> get out of here. Zack Snyder. <laughs> Double get out of here. Michael fucking Bay. <laughs> if Michael Bay made a Marvel movie, I'd go. I'd go see it. I, it would be interesting because I want to see how much fucking explosions he could put in a fucking Marvel movie. You should make a movie about uh oh there's a villain that his his superpower is just that he explodes like he just causes an explosion or some shit. Yeah, that guy. Hero, Heroes did something similar to that. Uh, he pretty much blew up like a nuclear bomb. <laughs> yeah, it was in the first season. He didn't last long. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. Um. Not a lot of news today. I mean, San, uh, San Diego Comic-Con happened. Uh, I know the Ti- Teen Titans movie came out, but it's called Titans. Uh, they're kind of like teenagers to early adults, Teen Titans. And they're trying to be edgy. Have you ever seen the, the TV show Gotham? Um, No, I never did. It's kind of like that where they're young but this is a little bit more edgier because there's a part where Robin drops down and they're like, hey, you're Batman. Like, you're with Batman or something like that. And Robin pretty much takes a gun and shoots them all. And the line, the next line that comes out of Robin's mouth is, fuck Batman. <laughs> and it came across like, fuck. Is it a joke? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a joke. <laughs> 
Okay, I, okay. As soon as we as soon as we stop, I have to go watch this trailer. That sounds fantastic. It, 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 it's it, like I want to believe that DC has made this trailer to laugh at themselves. I really hope. I want that to be the truth so bad. I want them to be like, "Look how gritty this is. Isn't this hilarious?" Okay, seriously though, here's the real trailer, and it's like actually like lighthearted and fun or something. Because they have that successful Teen Titans Go franchise, and it's it's hard for me to believe that they would take such a hard 180 on it. Like, I, I understand it's not the same audience, but you have to, you know, children would be like, oh, Titans, that's that thing I like on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. And what it translated to me after he said, fuck Batman, he's like, fuck daddy, I do my things on my own kind of thing, like a, a whiny Robin, like he always is. Always is. How does it look? Like, is it gritty and dark and shit? It's it's dark. Um, like the other characters, like Raven and uh, I don't know the characters that well. There was no cyborg, which was weird. Yeah, he's in the Justice League though. That would confuse people. Mm-hmm. But didn't cyborg do like a thing with the Teen Teen Titans? I mean, yeah, he was originally in the Teen Titans. Like the 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 popular Titans are like the ones that were on the the. The cartoon on Cartoon Network, which is Starfire, Beast Boy, Cyborg, mm. some Raven. You said Raven and Robin, of course. But I mean, obviously, there have been tons of Titans other than that over the years in the comic books. So yeah, it w- they didn't have their costumes on, maybe because of the scenes that they were showing in the trailer. Mm. But you kind of knew the characters because Raven had purple hair, and I'm just oh. like, and I'm just like, ah. Why? <laughs> Why would you do this? Then another guy had green hair, and I'm like, oh god, what's happening? And Beast Boy, I guess. Yeah, and then like hearing Robin say "fuck Batman," I was like, what is happening? <laughs> but uh, that was there. I know DC, who does really really good animated films, uh, announced Teen uh, Teen Titans Outsiders. Their their new uh, animated film. Don't you? It's not Young Justice Outsiders, is it? Wait, hold on. You might be right. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I thought I saw something about that in my Facebook feed. I never watched that show, but I heard nothing but good stuff. Everything DC does that's animated is great, but everything it does that's live action is just garbage. Well, I never saw Wonder Woman, so maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Justice League Outsiders. Um, and then I know American Horror Story got their new season announced. Yeah. It's called Apocalypse. Uh, that's all I heard for now. Well, it's an X-Men tie-in? All right. I'm just I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, oh, and M. Night Shyamalan's movie Glass uh, got a poster uh, uh-huh. from, you know, Glass from uh, Unbreakable. And then he's like, I'm going to make superhero movies, too. Mm-hmm. Well, what was great is, did you see um, that other fucking movie with the guy the guy who's Professor X from uh, X-Men? He has multiple personalities and shit. Oh, my God. I'm... Oh, yeah. I, I didn't see it, but I've had it ruined for me. I, I know. Mm-hmm. I think after people were like, holy shit, Unbreakable Universe, they were like, we need to do this. <laughs> I thought that was the plan. I thought after the reveal in that movie, they were like, oh, it's going to be a trilogy, motherfuckers, or something like that. I thought... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty much going to be a sequel to that movie. 
because of the beast that is in uh that movie which is like a new villain but on that note everybody i think we will conclude big trouble little podcast remember to follow us on btilp.podbean.com or on itunes make sure you give us a review and give us feedback on our episode so if we are good or we suck we also have a website bigtroublepodcast.com and uh remember everybody we own the night we we the night we own the night is the next movie we'll be watching for uh big trouble podcast uh and that's it everybody you have a good night and see you in two weeks yeah fuck batman i mean thanks for listening <laughs>